right, welcome to the 69th episode of the Old Man Ultras. Yeah. <clears throat> Listener, I got to tell you, uh, if the preamble is any indication, um, we're going to give the listeners what they want, which is to hear a bunch of old guys make, uh, you know, vaguely right. sexual comments. I mean, nothing like creepy about that. All good here. Um, but <laughs> nothing to see here. Literally nothing to see. <laughs> All right. I am Schindler, <laughs> and I am here to tell you that uh, we're going to talk about football tonight. I promise. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, but first, I'm going to hang out to my good friend Bubbles and see what he wants to talk about. Bubbles, what's going on? Not much, not much. Just a little reflection about uh, the 69th episode. You guys remember when we had uh, balls for mics? <laughs> oh, yes, I do remember we had balls for mics. <laughs> yeah, we had those ball mics a long time ago. Then we upgraded. And, um, anyway, I'm doing fantastic. Got a got my old granddad in my hand. <laughs> Um, bourbon, not literally. Jesus no, Christ. Oh, <laughs> this really took a turn. And, uh, it's yeah. went like too far for us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's yeah, wholly inappropriate. But, um, I'm sitting in Stone DC in my basement and fondly looking at a cheese wrapper that is where Macca would be sitting. How are you doing, Macca? Hey, I'm, I'm very well. Happy to be a cheese wrapper. Um, a cheesy rapper. <laughs> my, my name is Macca, and I came to say, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very good. Uh, did you just hand me the ball, <laughs> the uh, the ball mic, and I will take it in my hands and um, and caress it and say, I'm very <laughs> well. Granddad. Yeah. Great. Thanks for passing me granddad's balls. This is um, <laughs> 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 hey, speaking of granddad balls. <laughs> Uh, next to me, virtually, virtually next to me, is uh, my old mate Stone D. How how are they swinging, Stone D? Oh, they're swinging steadily, my friend. I Ooh. am coming off of a win, just like the rest of us. We're on a streak. Oh we're yeah, we're the best fucking team in the league. Fuck that. We're the best <laughs> team in the fucking world. We're gonna win it all. The spoon is no longer ours. I am feeling good. This is the first time I've felt this good about this team in a long time. So yeah, I'm feeling great. I, I'm, I mean, I woke up this morning stiff, and I'm still there. So, <laughs> hey, and speaking of it, I did wake up this morning. And I I hobbled into the bathroom, and I I said to uh, I said to Mrs. Mackett, she was like, "Are you all right?" And I said, "Yes." And I feel like I played last night. I felt <laughs> like I, I felt like I kicked every ball. I threw in every tackle. I just, it's nothing to do with me recovering from hip surgery. I actually felt like I was playing last night. Maybe I did throw in a few. Remember, when, you know, when you're watching a boxing match and you throw in some punches? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was doing that last night, but I do genuinely feel stiff. And I actually um, woke up this morning feeling like I dreamt everything. I think I texted you to say, you know, I dreamt that we beat the crew last night, but we yeah, actually did. It was great. I, I saw a few tweets like that the same way. I think a few people felt like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, my, like, I, guys, I told you about my dream. My dream is that we we scored four goals but tied. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four goals is like three months for us. So. Right. <laughs> oh gosh, but I think I think last night, yeah, we we were in a state of. Um, I don't believe this is actually happening, although it was on Star 64. Yep. And uh, as we know, that, that is the, uh, that's not the mainstream media. Oh, so no. we, we can tr- it's a channel we can trust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, it um, wasn't fake news. It exactly. <laughs> I, I, I totally believed what I was seeing, that's even right. though I didn't believe what I was seeing. Oh, yeah. Something real quick funny on that. Like, once again, I realized I I was watching the game first on YouTube TV. And don't do that because it's a solid 55 to 55 seconds to a minute and 15 seconds behind the rest. So the first like, you know, oh, I was was following the text and I'm like, shit, like, what am I missing? I was like, oh, fuck. So I switched back to the antenna and then I was like right on target with everybody. Well, so I was on YouTube TV and the whole time and that's it's usually what happens is um, I kind of know the future based on bubbles text. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's all right. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm. uh, Yeah. I used yeah. to fuck, I used to, I used to, I'm not going to say fuck with my dad, but I used to mess with my dad when, uh, 
we there was a like we we've got a TV in our kitchen. Like you guys have known this, but there's been a couple times where, like my dad will be in the kitchen watching a Bengals game, like on the Sunday pre-pandemic stuff, and um, <laughs> we'd watch it. Like I have it like on the antenna, like in another room. And let's say, like, you know, the Bengals make an interception, which happens, you know, once in every seven games or something like that. But there's been twice where I've walked in the kitchen and I just told my dad, like, real calm, like, man, I really feel like there's a pick coming on here. And then it happens and it blows his fucking mind. <laughs> How did you know that? I'm like, no, we're not going to Vegas. Like, I actually saw it on a talent. Like yeah. <laughs> well, I, I had to sit right in the middle of my couch in order for the um... – the, the digital rabbit ears not to get interfered with my hand movements. <laughs> so uh, I had to sit very, very still in order. To, and then I just thought, oh, fuck, I'm watching this on the on the interwebs. Yep. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's weird how that TV and the internet has like a 37 difference, 37 second difference between it or 50 seconds. It's, yeah, it's come on. Can we not get can we not get that sorted out, please? Right. <laughs> At least make it, you can make it 69 seconds. Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe it is sixty-nine or sixty-nine <laughs> seconds. I've never counted actually. FC so. Cincinnati stream two on FCCincinnati.com is behind as well. Yeah, it is. It's. I think it's actually even a little bit more behind than the uh, than YouTube TV because I've done. I, I've compared both when we were doing. Di did watch parties for the first, you know, for the like the MLS back tournament and stuff like that, um, and I was always behind everybody else because I'd you know have that on and can tell. From Oh yeah, they're the disasters those watch-alongs, aren't yeah. they? But uh, yeah, so the lineup was unusual given how many injuries we had. Um, mm. <laughs> we uh, Bobby Edwards got his first starting goal, um, which was lovely. Yeah, which was very cool. Was, I mean, you know, apparently he's been training well and all that stuff. He's a big dude. I mean, I I knew it. Oh man, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah he's really tall. He's not like. It's sort of like it, he's not like a, a stork like TT, but it's kind of like if you stretched, uh, you just like made Spencer Ritchie slightly bigger because he looks a little yeah. more proportional or whatever, a little quicker. He, yeah, he does look proportional. Yeah, he does. He you know, does. Like on one of the, one of the shots that he like did a chin up on the yeah. on the bar. I'm like, you really don't have to like you're you can touch the top bar. Yeah. <laughs> Six yeah. six. I had. Um, a I had. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He's got that undercut, that pinky blinder thing going on. Yeah, he does. Six foot six and hard as fuck. I was, uh, you know, <laughs> the other guy that started. I was a little bit surprised by it just because I was hoping that uh, Zico Bailey would get a start, but Saad Abdul Salam. And I will say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think I tweeted something or texted something Starkey in the last game. It was like. You know, he's not the answer to anything but the question of like who's the most forgettable player on the 2020 FC roster. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I thought he played well. I thought he was. Uh, yeah, I, I think he did. Yeah, like, and this is I think for our 69th episode, we're jumping into football like right away. It's amazing. That's what happens when you play well and win. That's right. Um, it's yeah. Like I was, I was sort of giving him a little bit of crap early on in the game too. But he grew on me, and he was—he may have not. He, his final third product, and maybe a little bit of overlapping wasn't all, wasn't all that. But he, yeah, like I—he was always tracking back, and def, you know, he was—he did well. So I—I—I I, uh, I appreciate that. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, no, he's—I mean, he's a big dude to play right back, but he was pretty quick getting up down the line. Um, I, I mean, I was really impressed with Zico Bailey last time, and I'm, I hope we get to see him again before the year's out. Unless it may just be one of those things where they've already decided that Bailey's on the roster next year. I assume that the only point of the rest of these games is to figure out who's who's going to stick around next year because a lot of guys don't have are, are free agents this year. There's a lot of players that won't won't be coming back. But Salam was like, all right. I mean, he you know he could be he could be on my 25 man roster of a good team. I think. I mean, if he's your, if he's your backup right back, that's not the worst thing. And then uh, uh, Haglund and Pedersen and, as the center back duel, we'll talk about both of them more, I'm sure. Um, Andrew Goodman was doing his bald thing over the left. Um, <laughs> but then uh, the other guy that I was really impressed with that, that started, um, which wasn't a surprise really because I was assuming the plan is for him to start, was I was a little surprised that Frankie was in the lineup, but um, uh, Camo yeah. was, that was a starter. I thought from the 
beginning of the game, he was super influential. Yes, totally, totally agree. He plays with a he plays with a quicker pace than we've seen in the midfield before, like a quicker pace to go forward, and he he sends he wants to do one or two touch passes pretty quickly, and and I think that elevates people around him to like move forward and get the ball. So I was, you know, some of those some of the passes that he had were like. It was just like you know, one of them was just behind Barial or something like that. But it was so that I don't, I don't necessarily fault him for that because it's you're not quite sure who like you were playing with type of thing. But the thought was there and the quickness, like those were, like I was really impressed with him. I was too. Yeah. I, I felt like he reminded me like like of a faster version of Mike Lahoud, like in a way, like well thought out plays. Like you could tell he was like like a lot of strategy and like everything he did and. I, I, I was super impressed with Makocho. I think he's going to really be a big addition to the team. Yeah, his positioning off the ball was, I thought, pretty good. Like, he got in, uh, yeah. you know, he was covering ground well, but then he also, when he had the ball, he used it well. I mean, I, I think I, uh, again, said something to you guys about the um, the surface, right? Like, it'll be really fun next year to play on grass. Yeah, I, I yeah. felt like it really mm-hmm. noticed this more in the previous game when he came on that he just could not, he couldn't seem to get the feel on his passing, right? He was overhitting a lot of passes. And there were a few times last night where, you know, he would he played a through ball, but it just ran a little long. And I think some of that is the is just you know getting used to playing on on turf, since most most guys that are new here haven't played on it before, at least not very often. So yeah, um, I, yeah, I thought he was I thought he was great. And I think the other thing is, I mean, I'm a big fan of Madunjan. I mean, he's you know he's old and he's slow as I mean, he honestly might be as slow as I am, but. Um, but his passing when it when you give him space and time is so good, and having someone like Camo next to him gives him, I think, an ability to kind of get a little more space when he receives the ball. And if you give him that, he's going to be able to. I mean, he had a couple like crossfield switches last night that were just fantastic, and you know, really opened yeah. things up. We we got a, like we got we got like seventy five minutes out of him last night, and and then when he, when he went off, I, he, 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 such was the way he was playing is when he went off. I kept on wondering why he wasn't there. You know what I mean? I kind of was, and I was going, oh, yeah, of course, we, we took him off, you know. But um, sometimes that happens with a player when I, I get really into the way they're playing and then suddenly I miss the substitution and then I'm like, yeah, di- didn't we mess up with the subs last night or, or something? Uh, well, yeah. We, we, we had the, out, which is why Cruz had to stick in when he... Yeah, we we, we had the chance. To, we we still have the chance to make five subs, don't we? Apart from, if you don't do it at half time, you lose that sub. Is that right? Well, you you have three spots, three chances, right? Yeah. To stop the game, yeah. you can sub three times, but with a total of five players. So we had, Stanko and Dion came on, and then uh, he was out of chances to make a move, even though he had, even though he still had a sub available. Yeah, because they yeah um, they seem to play in a they did the triple substitution and uh, and then and then they they brought on someone in, in like with a few minutes to go I can't remember who it was but we seem to be yeah uh, we had Cruz uh, was Cruz wasn't it yeah yeah hobbling around yeah hobbling around and we couldn't do anything about it like fuck <laughs> it's it's like he stayed on, but sometimes you're like, no, take him off because he's going to hurt himself. But he did manage to get a touch on the ball at some point. So it was just like, yeah, just kick it away. Don't don't stand on it in case someone tackles you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, you know what I, I remember, um, so Barial um, was, was, for me, really outstanding as well. You know, you can see that he's got youth, he's got energy, he's got some moves like Jagger. <laughs> and he, uh, he really like I'm very impressed with him. He's Argentinian, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. just saying, you know, uh, you know, maybe he's our new favorite Argentinian. I know? think so. I am a huge fan of his. I agree. And, and his his pass into the box that's that led to the PK, which we can talk about in a little bit, but that reminded me very much of a certain other Argentinian's pass into the box that in, at uh, Indy, like it, it was sort of like he did. He uh, Ledesma, you know, pulled it back a little bit and then, like, just sort of uh, you know blasted his cross in. And if you look at it, Barrial left someone on that on that right wing and the like juked him out, and it was fantastic to see. Yeah, I totally agree. 
So, so you're talking so, about Ledesma esque, not Messi esque. Yes, Ledesma esque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> getting, yeah. getting too far out of ourselves, but yes. Speaking of Ledesma, like I'm convinced that like Madunijin's play is like he's Ledesma's older brother in like another life. I feel like he's just a bigger, somewhat like you know more forceful version of Ledesma. But as far as his play, like just his thoughtful. Just like putting the ball exactly on the dime where it needs to be, like almost every time. I think that's that's him. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean that 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 ball then for the penalty, which I mean, you know, I thought we we opened the game first fifteen minutes, we're playing pretty well. Um, you know, created a couple of not great chances, but uh, you know, given the fact that we were playing Columbus, I felt like we were definitely on top. And then, uh, but then Barrel puts that ball in the box and. I really thought in real time that, you know, Cruz gets clattered into by the keeper. I just assumed he gave a goal kick because he was sort of, you know, you can't always tell when the ref points. And I thought he was pointing there. Um, but then it was became pretty clear. No, he actually gave the penalty. So I don't know what you guys think. I mean, it would, if that had been on the other end, would you have, would you have been happy about it? Or do you think that was a good call? I, I thought, I thought Vaughn was going to, was going to rule it out. I did too. I, I, I thought I know I'll look too well. <laughs> but honestly, God, like I, I have no faith in VAR whatsoever anymore. Like I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen anytime it goes to VAR. Because it I never mean, seems to match what I think. <laughs> I mean, from a from a pure contact standpoint, there's probably more contact there in that box um, than there was in the Toronto game. Like if True. you look at the replay and I and the the ref is right there, like he what's his name? Turn, turn bolt, turn, turn style, Harry, Harry Styles, whatever his name is. Right, Harry Styles? <laughs> Tarbell. And I thought that was, isn't there like a Jimmy Tarbell, some sort of like Jim Tarbell, Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the Cincinnati, like, yeah. Uh, only he's bald and, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Really good looking guy, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I, I thought that, like, Tarbell came out and really, like, basically punched him in the head, like punched him. Yeah. Didn't get the ball. But at the same time, like, I didn't know if Cruz actually had a play on the ball. So I like it 50, 50, like half the time, like remember that anyone remember those old, like uh, NFL, you make the call. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself, I don't know. If I, like 50, 50, I probably would have given it the other half. I probably wouldn't have. I'm glad they did. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go to VAR. Well, that was it. When they when they were looking it over, I was going, "This is this is it." And then when they gave it to us, I was like, "All right, we are Cincinnati. <laughs> we survived that. Like live pool. We are now Cincinnati." <laughs> and uh, but it was just it was great. And then I thought, well, now we've got to score it. Yeah. Yes. Which I, and then I saw Kubu stand, and I was like, "No, this isn't going to happen." So I was, <laughs> I was happy when it went in. But yeah. th- th- didn't we have that moment uh, as well? Speaking of Kubu <laughs> last night, where I think one of our numbers said, "Oh, he's so frustrating," and then <laughs> as, so, soon as, as soon as we called him out on being frustrating, he became like a little dynamo. <laughs> that's exactly right. That was the uh, Schindler magic at work. There you that's go. Exactly I didn't want right. to name names. But... <laughs> exactly why Schindler's name Schindler. <laughs> no, I mean, let, let's talk about you, Yakubo, though, right? I mean, we all expected to see the same game that he's put out for the last, like, 9,000 games, which was, like, pretty unimpressive. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of, like, warmed up last night, and, like, 10 minutes in, that dude was on fire. Like, he was a different player. I don't know if, like, well, we'll get into this, but I don't know if he noticed the empty belly before anybody else did <laughs> and was trying to prove something, but holy shit. Like, or, he pressed the hell out of me last night. Or, yeah. you know, he's he's like, you know, maybe I'm not going to have a job next year. I think that might be more it, Bubbles. It, it probably wasn't necessarily the best few posts, but <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, no, he, when I texted that, I think it was like one of those where he – uh, I think it might have been Camo played him in and he kind of miscontrolled in the box and he took a heavy touch and ran out, which I just like, that's all he's done since we got back from Orlando. I feel like he kind of, yeah. yeah. and he's not very fast. Like that's, you know, which is a, a bit of a theme for our attackers. And, and yep. so he doesn't have a ton of pace. And if he's not, if he's not going to have the technical security, then he doesn't bring much to the table. But last night he was, he was pretty decisive with his movement, and he. And other than that moment, he was he was actually pretty good in terms of keeping the ball and stuff like that. And it's just like, um, 
you know, I, you can understand why Stom is sometimes played in the midfield because he, you know, he's got the, he does seem like he's got the capability to play well, but then every once in a while the ball just kind of bounces off him like he's, you know. Right. Yeah, I heard a great um, expression the other the other week. Somebody said um, his first touch is like a trampoline, <laughs> and that, I think that we could uh, we could attribute that to uh, to our friend here. Um, but yeah, it's you'd. It was. I remember after that tournament in um, in Miami, in, in, down down there in Disney World, when we came back, it just seemed that everybody was off it, and there was so many frustrating things. Seeing like the ball bounce off people's shins, and then they'd go to retrieve their touch and end up committing a foul and stuff like that, and it was very very frustrating. And you just put it down to lack of, of playing maybe or lack of, of regular play but it was then it was just like no we're just shit but <laughs> like it, it seemed to a few of those things seem to be ironed out I'm not saying that one one game makes <laughs> makes makes a, a, a playoff push but um mm-hmm. it certainly it certainly looked a lot better it uh, yet last night it seemed like a few people had, had certainly like woke up a little bit. But yes, um, I, I know what you mean. Like his first touch has been lacking in previous games, and last night it just seemed that every time um, the ball was won in our half, we seemed to get it up the pitch a lot quicker. Yeah. I think Gutman, Gutman, and and and, and um, at, at one point he was he was getting the ball right up there and playing it through, and all of a sudden it'd be it'd be like, oh my gosh, it looks like someone's going to swing it in and. There could be a head on this, and then we'll score. And then you thought, "Oh, the person whose head should be on this is injured." On the yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, uh, we we were unlucky when they showed all the injuries we had. There was like at least like six or seven starters there. Just I know, but that, this performance makes you wonder how many of them should be starting, right? I mean, it was like so. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm the plane has not been good this year, right? And I think. Um, Including the fact I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. I thought it was Deplan, but then Tommy keeps calling him Deplan. So <laughs> I don't know if it's like a, if that's like a shout out to Fantasy Island or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I think I think that's actually how you say his name because he corrected like Alex Steck once and says it's it's Deplan. What does uh, what does McCloskey say? My guess is like Deplu. <laughs> yeah. All I all I know about McCloskey is that he called he called uh, Pedersen. Somewhat athletic. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You tweet. Yeah, you texted that. That was fucking hilarious. You're right. <laughs> Is that what he said last night? He says, yeah, he's like, I, know, "I feel sorry got, for him because he tried to get a tackle in there." Yeah, you, well, you got, you got. He said, "You got." Uh, you know, I can't do the Kermit the Frog voice, but you got. It's uh, <laughs> uh, only because it's an Irish Kermit the Frog. Otherwise, and uh, Tom Pedersen back there is paired center backs, and Nick Haglund's you know, it's an athletic guy, and and. And Pedersen, he's 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 somewhat athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn it! Right. I mean, on some at some points of the day, I'm somewhat athletic too. Yeah. Especially when I'm going to the bathroom. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, it depends with what time in the morning you catch me. And <laughs> um, but he he of course old Pedersen was um, well. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but he he did the thing that. Gave them that penalty, didn't he? Yeah, he did the thing where he touched Santos, and Santos went down like a pile of oh yeah, pile of rock falling down the mountain. I saw I saw a bunch of crew fans uh, complaining about our penalty, and I was like, you can't complain about our penalty and not recognize that your penalty was a bunch of bullshit. Like right, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, holy fucking soft, Patterson. Patterson doesn't need to stick his leg out like that, and I understand like that's easy to say from watching on TV, right? But like. You know, he does sort of leave that foot out there for Santos to trip over, or not even trip over, right. but like slightly make contact with, and that, like you said, act like you got shot. Uh, right. But well, the funny thing is, is like when you say leave his leg out there, you're right. That's exactly it. But like for the person not watching the game, that was like four inches. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he stuck his leg out and tripped him. It was like he was standing and then like shorter length and moved his leg over like a couple of inches. And he kept it there, yeah. And and that's it, Sony. Like, and then Santos is like, "Oh, there's a leg I'm going to run into." Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. So you know, again, I thought we played well throughout the first half. Uh, could have 
could have scored again, but we don't really score from open play. Um, and we're pretty unlucky to go in uh, tied at halftime, right? I mean, I think, you know. Yep. Totally unlucky. I was kind of I was hoping for Bobby who was going to save that penalty in his first, first match. But he, he almost did, too. Almost, yeah. He, he kind of went the wrong – he took a, a step the wrong way first, but then went the right way. But, you know, since he's nine foot twelve, like, he almost got a hand on that. Yep, if he would have, if he would have committed to go, I mean, whatever. If if those are, it was a good PK. Like it was in the, you know, in the, in the corner. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh no! Can people hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, good, good. I thought I heard an echo of myself. Oh. <laughs> well, but um, like like we said, we I didn't realize that 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 Richie was um, injured. I'd heard that that Citon was was um, he was out, but I I didn't know Spencer Ritchie was. And then of course with the with the uh, the, the shock signing that my uh, my, my dream <laughs> my, right. my my fever dream came to fruition, and we have, we've actually signed a teenage goalkeeper. Um, it come true. We, we it was like Bobby Edwards, and I think one of you t- uh, guys tweeted and said, "There's a rare Bobby Edwards sighting here," <laughs> and he'd almost been the forgotten guy. Um, one of the things that I read, and I've got it here, and I copied it and pasted it onto uh, just so I could read this out. It said about um, Edwards. It said uh, back when FC Cincinnati was still in Tucson during preseason. Bobby Edwards stood on a chair at the front of the dining room and introduced himself. I mean, why he had to stand on a chair at six foot six, I don't know. Um, but it says he stood on a, a, a chair in front of the dining room and introduced himself. While other new players were shy, Edwards stood with confidence. It was a moment when everyone was laughing with him. <laughs> it's got with in italics. Like, it's like, why? It's like, okay. He, did he say something, or was it the sight of a six foot six man standing on a chair, just hilarious? <laughs> and it says, but before he went back to his seat, he defiantly roared, "I'm going to be the best damn third string goalkeeper in MLS." <laughs> so yeah, and, and that now he could be the the best fourth string with the introduction of uh, Beckham Sunderland. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. What a name, right? <laughs> yeah, you're either gonna be uh, you're either gonna be a football player or a waste of space with a name like yeah. that. <laughs> Beckham Newcastle, fuck Sunderland. <laughs> uh, the Sunderland till I die uh, banner is just waiting to be made, though. That's for sure. Oh, that's oh, a good God. point. You called but, it. I mean, it is crazy that, like, having a guy on the team that is two years. Younger than my twin boys is pretty crazy, right? Like, Oof. like, uh, yeah, he's, he looks like such a kid too in his picture, like, just yeah, unbelievably, unbelievably young, but pretty cool. I mean, it's good to have, uh, you know, some academy signings, so uh, that's uh, hopefully there'll be plenty more. Do, do you know how he? Do you know how he got his name? By the way, because yeah. like, you know that, um, you know that, like, uh, David Beckham and, and Posh Spice. Conceived Brooklyn in Brooklyn. That's why we got his name. So his parents had sex at David Beckham's house. Well, no. What what happened was um, <laughs> our goalkeeper. Um, he, he was conceived in Sunderland, and his mum was thinking of David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew, I knew this was going somewhere good. <laughs> as soon as you said Sporty Spice, I was I was like, this is gonna be. <laughs> There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, so then we have halftime, and uh, the game restarts, and I don't know what else to say besides the dude abides. The uh, dude <laughs> abides. Oh, man. Great ball in. Great service from Harris. Great header, and then uh, just a fantastic rendition of the Icky Shuffle. So, I mean, it's kind of yes. like what uh, we call the Nicky Shuffle, right? What's that? It's the Nikki shuffle. The Nikki shuffle. Oh, hey! Is it a Fortnite thing? Yeah. Well, there was no. There was a Cincinnati Bengal. Like. Oh, okay. Sorry. To do that. Yeah. Whose whose name Maka was Icky Woods, and he got his name. Never mind. No. Oh. Let, let that sink in for a while. 
<laughs> is this a, a, okay? So it's nothing to do with Fortnite. No, it, oh, okay. It, the Icky Woods was a running back, and whenever he would score a touchdown, he would do the Icky Shuffle, which is the first part of the dance that Nick Haglin did. And he said afterwards, like, I knew, like, if I was going to score, I had to sort of like pay homage to Cincinnati and do that. So. It was nice to – well, uh, that that's cleared that up because I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's something to do with Fortnite because I did hear them say, oh, there, there's something dance there, there's celebration. But um, w- 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 did I actually hear when he scored? Did they actually say the Cincinnati kid <laughs> scored yeah. or something? Which is a nice touch because, yeah, like, that's uh, – that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's what a shame that he got the goal in an empty stadium because we would have gone nuts for oh, that. Oh, 100%. That. Yeah. I, I honestly can't remember a player uh, of any team that I've ever rooted for um, whose uh, my personal feelings about have changed so dramatically as uh, Nick Haglund with FC Cincinnati. I mean, maybe Emmanuel Abue when he was with Arsenal, but that would change like every, you know, 30 minutes or so. But like, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I seriously was like annoyed he was on the roster this year. I just thought he was just such a waste and, you know, we, we gave up so much uh, game to get him and all that crap. Um, but he's been transformative for our season. I don't even think there's, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. Like, he's been fantastic. Yeah. We we can back that up by saying that, like, in the in the months that we haven't done the podcast, there has been text floating around saying, I'm digging. Who'd have thought that I thought that Nick Hagland was the difference last night and things like that. When, when we were having some of those nil-nil draws rather than the three-nil defeats. We, we were singing the praises um, off pod about Nick. So it was really nice that, that he, uh, and he, uh, yeah, man of the, and not only was he banging the ball in at one end, but um, I mean, although he did contribute to a lot of those corners that were driving me nuts last oh. night, at least he was blocking the ball and getting it out. Yeah. You know? So yeah, he was, he was good both ends of the pitch, but Nice to see a goal like that where, like you say, Harris thr- fl- flings it in and there's somebody to meet it on the end and we score because it just seems like we, we concede so many goals like that. And it's like, why aren't we realizing that we can do that too? <laughs> and so it was nice to see a goal go in like that. And isn't that the first time like a defender has scored since... I don't know, Delbridge. The last one was the first ever MLS goal scored at Nippert Stadium, I'm pretty sure, which was Kendall Austin against Portland. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I mean, it, uh, <laughs> I mean, it is crazy. It's, isn't it also, um, Schindler, like how much, isn't that our first, first half goal in all, like ages? Yeah, I mean, the, was, yeah, the first one was the first half goal, but also the second goal was yeah. yeah. I think the I think Kubo's penalty was like the fastest goal we've scored all season. Yeah, <laughs> it did seventeen it minutes. Which is, I uh, think you guys are all focusing on the wrong thing. I mean, the yeah. fact is that we scored, <laughs> that we are the best team in the world. So, done. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of salty crew fans out there. Mm-hmm. Try me and then Olin Tangy or whatever the fuck the river is called. That, that's exactly what it's called. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I must say that, like, I, 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 uh, it's it's long been known by the ultras that uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast that I drink my tea out of a a Columbus Crew um, mug that I got from their stadium years ago um, when uh, Iguain was playing for them. <laughs> that's how long ago it was. And um, and I've I've customized it a few times by putting a blue sticker above it and saying "fuck Columbus Crew." <laughs> yeah. And only only the other night um, before the derby, I'd actually refreshed the "fuck" bit of the of the mug because it was getting a bit weathered and and worn. And uh, the day after uh, t- today, when I when I popped out and I went for a bit of a drive, I was holding the mug up so people in traffic could see that although it was Columbus Crew mug. It does say "fuck the crew" on it. I feel like that should be uh, this podcast's like uh, image. You know what I mean? Like when you upload yeah. it. No, oh, I can send you a picture of it. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, it was it uh, it was a good feeling to not only to win, but it was just like 
I couldn't remember that. Like, I was pissed when they got the penalty and to go in 1-1 at halftime because I was like, yeah. I, I, up until then, I, I was like, I can't remember what it felt like to be a goal up and, and just, you know, cruise, although getting to half time maybe. And yeah. just, and that was like, it did. Was that their first shot on goal, the penalty? Was yes. that what they said? Yeah. Because we did. I mean, I didn't really feel like they had much going on in the first yeah, they, half. They had uh, seven shots on goal. Well, we had seven shots on goal and they had none. And then the PK happened. Oh, jeez. And that that's pretty typical for us. <laughs> That's the kind of look we have. But uh, but then in the second half, it seemed like we were like when we scored the goal, it felt like we deserved that. And then it seemed like we were under the barrage of them. And I, like I said, there was so many corners, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, my 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 gluteus maximus got a workout. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, what 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 about the game though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never mind what you got up to at halftime. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, every time it went out, I just thought they're going to score. They're going to score, and then there was, there was a few times. I think they even. I think at one point in the first half, I think we had a shot. Although you know what, I'm, I've seen so much football in the last few days that that means nothing. <laughs> Uh, like some of these European fixtures, uh, these Nations League games I've just watched just to have a bit of football. But I felt like at one point we had a shot from about 40 yards out when we were 1-0 up. And I was like, you don't need to do that. We're, we're okay. We can just build up and build up. And then when they came at us, one of their guys had like a 40-yard shot. And I absolutely crapped it because it was on target. But like, you know, Ed, Bobby just picked it out of the sky. Yes, and just went, "No worries, I'm here." And I went, "Oh, phew!" I said, "I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be as you know, as, as kind of like uh, worried." But then it just seemed that every time they came forward, they had a corner, and I was like, "This is going to be it. This is going to be it." And um, uh, old old uh, Madunen, and he nearly scored directly from a free kick, which was like a, like a corner. Yeah. Um, he, he he does not fire them yeah. on target, like whip them in, and their keeper punched it out. And that was in the first half as well. And I was like, okay, we're, we're on this now. But like, oh my God. Yeah, it just felt like I couldn't wait for um, the final whistle. And then it was like five minutes extra time, wherever that came from. Oh, the injury time. They were just doing it to, to taunt us. But at the same time, it did feel like if it ended up 2-2, I would have been like, we don't deserve that, but I would have been like, thank God we didn't lose. Well, I mean, you know, we fought, we played well. Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, it's not too much to ask to have the team. I mean, and even the Toronto game was frustrating because I actually thought that was was another one where we actually played fairly well. Um, And, you know... I don't. I mean, it was a. It would have been a relatively soft penalty if it had been given. But it, once it was given, the fact that it got taken away was pretty harsh. Like, yep. and you know, for us to get a draw in that match would have been, I think, a fair result also. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, but just at this point, just trying to get a, uh, you know, trying to get a um, like uh, any kind of result is is progress. But actually, getting a win over Columbus in our fourth our fourth attempt this year was was certainly worth it. Yeah, so, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 I did not expect that game to turn out that way, like by any means. Like, I'm sure nor did anybody else. But that was a bright part of the fucking week. <laughs> so that was great. And Hagrand uh, made team of the week because of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he should. I mean, he, he played really well. Like yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's in contention for it right now. So everybody vote. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I want to just talk a little bit about the Bailey stuff. Um, yeah. So, listener, if you're not like, you know, majorly online, you may not have paid. I mean, I assume if you watched the match, you saw that there were no banners in the Bailey. I don't, I can't remember if Tommy ever talked about it, but um, certainly the both Edwards and Yap mentioned it in the interviews after the match. Um, and uh, so, you know, there were a lot of angry people online about this. And um, I just want to kind of say, so as a lot of you know, I'm on, I'm on the board for one of the supporters groups um, and I guess my, and I will say like, I didn't 
you know, I didn't really know much about the plans ahead of time. And that is mostly because I'm a terrible board member. <laughs> like I'm probably the worst, I'm the worst member of the board um, by a pretty far, pretty big margin. Um, and, well, and you know, that's, that's not, that's, that's not just you saying that. You no, know, it's not actually. I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's just you <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say, hey, come on, don't be so hard on yourself. That's that's just you saying that. That's no nobody. Ah, <laughs> oh, just mute me. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't. I didn't think you were reading the uh, the the board Slack. <laughs> just <laughs> mute me. I'm sorry. I, that came out all wrong. Sorry. You know, my, the job that I was gonna have this year was gonna be the away days coordinator. So obviously, I have to, <laughs> it's been an easy gig for you, aren't it? <laughs> you can't be blamed for that. I mean, yeah. it's for that but, but at any rate, so I, I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of you know. I I heard about it sort of when everyone else said it a little bit before, but I I think, um, you know. Bottom line, and, and the president of DI put out a, a really good Twitter thread about this today, you know, in front of the pod, Jared. And, you know, honestly, it was basically like the thing that people, I think a lot of people, particularly the people that were like mad about it online, don't get is everybody that does that stuff is a volunteer. And the people, particularly that do the setup for the Bailey, I mean, that's a lot of work and they do it all the time and they're happy to do it. They do it because they love the club. They do it because they are, they want to build something special in Cincinnati. And if like at a certain point, you know, there's been a lot of shitty soccer played this year and, and you know, that there's not a lot of evidence. You got to work really hard to find evidence that this club is well run on the sporting side. Like you just do. You got to really work hard to convince yourself that there is a plan that is moving in any kind of positive direction. Now, you can do that, right? I mean, you can certainly choose to be optimistic and say, well, you know, there's a couple of young guys that look good. And, you know, not every signing Gerard's made has been great, but there are a couple that look like they're pregnant props, whatever. Like, I mean, you can, you're a fan, you can kind of talk yourself in anything, but like, if, if you just are honest around the product that's on the field, like it's been shitty for two years now, and there doesn't necessarily seem like a huge sign it's getting better. And we've got a coach <laughs> that looks like Voldemort and, you know, doesn't seem to want to play some of our better players in the right position, whatever. Like, so there's, like, my, my point is just like, it's fine for any fan to reach a point where they're like, this is enough. I'm not, I need to back off how much, you know, kind of effort I'm putting into it or whatever, or at least just let the, let the people that are running the club know that I'm not happy. And to me, it's, I, I just think that's kind of the end of the story, right? I don't think there was no, there was no big grandstanding thing around like putting in putting out an open letter with 45 points of contention that must be met to, you know, none of that bullshit, right? It's just like, right. you know what, we're just not going to show up for once. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll be honest. I think that the club, gets a lot of mileage out of how passionate the supporters are. And a lot of that is due to the people that do that work and put those banners up and do all that stuff every freaking week. And, and so, you know, they market the hell out of that. They get a ton of benefit from that for stuff that no one gets paid for that people do out of the love of the game. So if, if for once they just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm not doing it. Good for you. I mean, and I, Right, I agree. I agree 100%. And quite frankly, like the club takes the supporters groups for granted. And that's something that they shouldn't do. And I don't know if anything, maybe they maybe the club realized that last night. And I Yeah, I mean, and I I mean, I'll be fair. I I think the club recognizes that it's really important that they've got such passionate supporters, right? I actually don't know how much they take it for granted as much as I just think it's easy. Well, I think it's easy for them to like just assume that it will always be there. Right. And I think, and I think for them to recognize, and we sort of talked about this in the last slide. It's like, you know, the grace period for this team just being shitty on the field all the time is not forever. Nope. And, and so, you know, like get your shit together and get some good players and spend some fucking money on the right spots in the field and all that stuff. Like there's a, there's a lot of work to get done on the, on the sporting side. And I don't think that, you know, Shadow Jeff is an idiot, right? I think they, he knows that the, the team's not good enough, but like it is very, it's frustrating to just, you know, basically we've had this season where since we got back from Orlando, you either have a nil nil draw or you get beat three nothing. I mean, it, yeah. And I, I mean, I, you know, I almost, it was funny. I almost didn't watch last night's game. I kind of forgot about it until about 
15 minutes before kickoff because I've just been so burnt out by the, the by what's going on. And I'm really glad, obviously, that we watched and won and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. My my take was that initially when I saw that, I sort of had a like oof, like uh, like sure, sort right. of had a like oof type of feeling. But then I realized sort of the you know you know the intent behind it was it's it's a it's a little it's a statement. It's not like like you said like a 45 you know, page, you know, address all these points type of thing. It's these people who, you know, especially Jeremy and those who do the, do, you know, I know Stone D's gone and hung up banners and stuff like that. And, and just a reminder to everybody, you know, they're doing this during a fucking pandemic. So yeah, yeah. When, when in fact it's, you know, if you stayed on and watched uh, Channel 64, almost said Channel 69, Channel or <laughs> um, um, you know, little news break, and earlier from, um, I think, DeWine, it's, it was the highest uh, COVID total of the, you know, in Ohio. And so yeah. I think we all have to have a little bit of grace and a little bit of, like, just uh, situational awareness to give people a break and say, look, this is what it is. It's like, don't overblow it. Yep. It, you know, read Jared's tweet. It makes sense. And we're all since we're orange and blue for life and since till I die. Yep. Um, but, you know, don't read too much into it that, you know, the supporters are failing. Go, go, go shit on a brick. Like, come on. <laughs> That's not what the intent was. Right. And, and- and the other thing is, like, I mean, I, I'm sure the players in general appreciate the support they get from the Bailey, but I mean, like, half the guys on the team have never actually played in front of a crowd before here, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's cool that they can look up and see the banners. And I mean, frankly, I mean, I don't know if people have noticed, but there have been people have done a lot of new banners this year for yeah. the new players. Like, there's yeah. a ton of, I mean, so there's a lot of work that goes into that. And I'm sure that the players do appreciate it. I have zero belief that a professional football player is going to play any better or worse, whether or not there's a banner hanging out, right? They're they're playing for their teammates. They're playing for the coach. They're playing for a contract. I mean, they're not there to like, you know, it's just, if they're, if they're good, I mean, that's what they should be playing for. Right. And particularly I get when there's a crowd in the stadium, you know, they might be playing to the crowd to some degree, but that's not the case right now. And so I don't know. I just, um, I I think that the, um, the sort of like, uh, I have I, I I have a hard time with some of the angry online stuff where it's like you know the SGs are entitled or it's a yeah, yeah. Uh, It's like look, SGs are all volunteer organizations. If you don't like it, get involved or create your own or whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, just people sort of sitting on the sidelines and live and stuff that kind of pisses me off because I think yeah. like it's I mean again it's this is a totally volunteer thing that people do a lot of work at and I mean, not me, but other people do a lot of work at um, what you're saying. Uh, what you're saying Schindler is that like the DI dues don't pay like your board member position. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which that would, yeah, that would, for no, me no, personally, that would be a, a yeah, criminal. It but, just uh, reinforces that it's a, it's all volunteer. And if you are like run for the, run for a join an SG and yeah. run. You know, there are open elections every absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Get involved. I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. There's, and, I mean, there's lots yeah. of opportunities to do stuff. And, um, and the reality is like, I think all the SGs and they're, they're all different too. That's the other thing is like the fact that, ever, that the leadership of all those groups got together and said, let's, let's do this together is in itself kind of, you know, yeah. uh, impressive. Cause they're all, I mean, everybody's really different. They're, you got people with really different beliefs in all sorts of ways. And, um, but the one thing that brings everyone together is they really want this club to to you know, be worthy of the fan support that it has, right? I remember on um, a couple of the the games that we went to the Bailey, and at the end, uh, sorry, uh, a couple of games where at the end of the, the the game when we were on the Bailey, it was like, oh, we'll we'll help taking a few of the flags back, <laughs> and that's no easy, that's no easy ride. And to think that there are people who do that every week, you know, if you if you've ever had to carry some of the flags back to the Mecklenburg. You'll know it, it. It needs to be done, and it's a bit of a pain in the ass. So, to, for those guys to do it, you know, and and also for the guys to to do it like during this pandemic, and they don't even get to stay and watch the game. Yes, that I mean, I saw like two guys in the Bailey last night. Oh, I saw the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who they were, but I was like, well, they're definitely not. They're definitely not SG uh, members who've put up the. 
the stuff, you know, it's probably it's probably just a couple of grounds people and that, but you know, just to think you go down there in the middle of the pandemic, like you say, and set up all the, the Bailey stuff, and then someone says to you, All right, you've got to go now. <laughs> It'll be like, okay, can't we just stay and watch the game and take them down? And then and, and I, I honestly at, at one point as well thought that the banners stayed up permanently. No, throughout no. this, but but no, of course not, because you know the, the the ground is used for other things. So yeah, I mean, there's painting them, there's putting them up, and then right after the game, there's taking them all down and then storing them somewhere. So yeah, there's a small group of core people who not only do that every match, but also manage like the big tifo, like paint jobs and all that. I mean, it's it's a second job, you know, in a lot of cases. So. Yeah. Hats off to, you know, Jeremy, Steven, like everybody. Like, it's it's an amazing job that they do. And honestly, yeah. I've, I got a, I got a, I want, if Jeremy or someone listens to this, how about a, a Bobby Edwards punch out Tifo? He was, he was punching the ball left and right last night. And I, like a little homage, homage to the punch out video game. I don't know. <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's, 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 old man ultra is like project. Let's paint that. Let's do it. <laughs> either that or a, either that or a learn to catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Instructional teeth. <tifo. laughs> but no, it, I, I like a keeper who can punch yeah. a ball. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's hard to tell. Really, he, he honestly didn't have that much to do in a way last night. Other there was, you know, I mean, in second half he, there were all those crosses and corners and stuff. Um, but you know, he looks pretty solid. Like. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if the club thinks of him as like a potential number one keeper next year, um, but you know, I mean, I, I don't think TD will be back next year. Yeah, I don't either. So, um, and I think that's a position that could use an upgrade. So we'll see. That'll be, that'll be interesting. True. Dude. All right. Uh, we don't have the FLQs because we didn't really have a lot of planning to do this podcast at a time. But does anybody anything else they want to hit on? Or I know we talked about trying to do. At least for us, a relatively shorter pod. So, um, we're we're already like I feel like, I feel like we're short on sort of uh, general nonsense. So, anybody got anything? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we're short on general nonsense. I, you know, for this for this number of episode, I think we've hit our climax when we're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! It's a, it's a problem. Everyone enjoys. <laughs> exactly. If we're all agreed, we can come to a mutual finish. <laughs> all right, then. I feel like we should probably wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. fun for all of us. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend where we can get a, a two-game winning streak going. Yeah. Uh, have, yeah. We got, have we got – sorry, go on. No, DC sucks. That's all I'm going to say. It is DC then, because for some reason, I've got it down on my calendar that we're playing Minnesota on Saturday, but it's DC on Sunday. I think so. I think that's right. Oh, yeah. man. This all, uh, getting old. <laughs> <laughs> when do we play Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, I think it's the last game at Nippert, right? It's like the. Yeah, it's the following Saturday on yeah. the 24th. Yeah. Uh, just, I've, I've come too soon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway alright yeah. I think that's it we're going to wrap it up <laughs> thanks for listening everybody see y'all